This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Ping and Brian, and I am joined by David D. Evolved the third. Hey, everybody. And it's just us two hosts this morning, but it is not just the two of us. We have two guests this morning. We've been doing this new thing. We've been taking our regular guests and mashing them together into an amalgamation or a Voltron, if you say. Um, first off, we have the Rusty Nail. Hey, everybody. Um, Rusty. Well, welcome for, back, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Good for listeners back. who don't know you, why don't you give a short introduction about yourself? All right. So, as you said, my name's Rusty. I'm actually married to Kirsty Smurf Erica, one of your other semi-regular hosts. Um, my absolute favorite of cyberpunk sci-fi. Uh, I still love fantasy, but not quite as much. Um, been a nerd for as long as I can remember. It's about it. And um, our second guest this morning is Mike Prime, who is also known as Mike Myler, veteran hey. game designer. Welcome, Mike. Hey, glad to be back. And for listeners who don't know you, why don't you give a short introduction about yourself? Sure. Uh, I am uh, not a veteran of any armed services, veteran in the uh, RPG industry. I've been here for six years now uh, doing this full time. I am the editor for E-Insider, which is a great Patreon, and I also make lots of books and uh, have a weekly design column on EN World and uh, yeah find out about it at MikeMiley.com and also a bunch of fun and you will get a free promo during What's Nerdy With You <laughs> oh yes no I have stuff to promote but like yeah just go there and like who's this guy it'll explain it very quickly be like oh there's fucked up Winnie the Pooh okay yes I understand oh. <laughs> so um this um this morning we are doing random topics um we have a whole list that'll go into when we get into it but first but first we get to play everybody's favorite game what's nerdy with you and I can't wait to see how Mike changes things up this time uh it's uh, our favorite game where uh we talk about the nerdy things we've done over the past couple of weeks and then we vote on them using mike myler's patented uh widget system uh, i am the inventor of this in- ingenious widget yes. the widget system the, the, the man the myth the legend since, wasting time on podcasts since 2008 <laughs> but uh, as always guest goes first so i believe uh rusty you're up first what's nerdy with you my friend okay so uh last week i found myself in tennessee and I got to go to Smoky Mountain Knife Work, and it was amazing. I didn't even know where to start. It's enormous. And so for the last, you know, however long since I was there, because it was so big, I've been trying to find a new uh, pocket knife. Mm. And I've just been obsessing, like, what kind of steel do I want? What kind of blade style do I want? You know, Drop Point, Warren Cliff. There's like 10 guys out there like, I know what you're talking about. And then the second thing I have two is um, I'm a delivery driver. We're changing a bunch of stuff at work, new routes. And one of my buddies said, you might be getting a new guy, Rusty. And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm describing. And he goes, well, he's about this tall, white, and looks like he's straight out of an Archie comic book. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's extremely accurate. <laughs> and that's- yeah, that is a great nice. way to describe you. Nice. <laughs> so that's it. I I I am very entertained to see how Mike can Mike can um, compete with that. I'm I I will say that I have been to a knife shop with Rusty, and I have never seen anybody nerd out over knives like this guy does. 
Nice. Um, so what do you got, Mike? Uh, well, um, I'll do two then as well. Uh, I got the wife to buy uh, Super Mario Deluxe on the Nintendo shop because it's on sale. And she's been playing that with me, which is a real win for me because it's hard to get uh, her into certain nerdy things. And she is uh, very easily frustrated. So I'm very proud that we made it to World 2, although I feel the progress as well. Uh, and then I, uh, my job is nerdy stuff. And I finally got around to converting uh, Hypercore 2099, which is my superhero cyberpunk campaign setting, uh, to a third role-playing system. This one, it, which I wrote a third of. It's the, like, Woin RPG. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, that was really interesting. because I haven't visited either of those those things in, like, several years. So I kept, like, running in stuff like, oh, yeah, I remember. It. That was a good idea. I'm glad that I'm glad that made it into the final cut. And it's like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. This character is, like, Teddy Roosevelt's twin brother that's now, like, a cowboy ghost hunter in the future. Yeah, I love this fucking book. Holy so, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was, it was, it was, it was pretty nerdy on two levels. There was and, no uh, part of that sentence I didn't like. Yeah, no, it's a fun book. I, I had a good time, like, reading back through stuff. And, like, whenever I you do a conversion, like, word counts change, so how much space you have on a page changes. So, like, I, I had to keep going back to the fifth edition version of the book, the second one, and finding, like, oh, okay, here's an extra paragraph about this character, and then, you know, throw that into the, the wine draft. So I have everything, uh, everything I can have in the uh, the final final draft nice. for that. Nice. Yeah. And again, I've been wanting to do that for like three fucking years, and I just finally got to it. Like that's the, the terrible backlog that happens. Yeah, that better be- better late than never. Agreed. Uh, How about you, David? Let's see. Um, I recently okay. In the last couple of weeks, I've been talking with some other friends of mine about po- the possibility of starting yet another weekly uh, RPG game. <laughs> In this case, I would be running the court. Uh, this will actually, you no, know, one of them died, so this is going to be number seven again. Oh, my God. But, uh... <laughs> Well, one of them went to bi-weekly, so we're only playing every other week, so it's more like six weekly and one bi-weekly, but yes. Um, I'm Six going to... I'm, I'm in the process of talking... We're going to play the Cortex rule system. We're actually going to bring dust off my old Serenity RPG game, and we're gonna, I'm going to run another crew through uh, Into the Black. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> when that virtual? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yes. Everything is still virtual. I, I think Serenity Cortex is probably better for virtual mode. Uh, yes and no. Uh, I have to figure out how to make it work on roll 20 because I don't have any of the maps or anything already pre-done so that one's actually going to require some work on my part and it's still in the planning stages but yeah it's looking like it might happen briefly interject about Roll20. There is this amazing app called the, uh, I think it's the VTT Enhancement Suite, and it's not an official app, but uh, you upload to your Chrome, and you can, uh, so... We, we have experienced some technical issues. Yeah. Issues. Fix that in editing. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the VTT Enhancement Suite, I'm sorry, it's, it's amazing. You uh, can use it to, like, once you've got it up on, and if you're running Chrome, it works in there, and you can download it. It's not too hard to install. But uh, you can, like, the, VTT the, Enhance... The, VTT. Excuse me while I look this up real quick. It's totally worth having uh, for a number of reasons. One, it tags every token to see what layer it's on. Uh, okay, which that's is awesome. Like, right? How many times if I can click on something? You're like, oh, the wrong fucking layer. And oh, then yeah. uh, you can right click and just add a token using a URL. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, doesn't use up your art library. Takes half or like even less, like a tenth the time that it normally takes to upload an image. Oh my god, it's changed my life for with a roll twenty. You have to. You have to. Get oh. I'm downloading this right now. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't I hate to interrupt, but like uh, it's like, oh fuck, World 20, oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's fine. I actually heard some strange noises coming through on my end. I think uh the interdimensional portal went off and it looks like uh it looks like uh Rusty's gone. I am seeing that as well. I think that we will have to it looks like he has fallen into a different timeline, and in that timeline, he is already in another podcast episode. So we will I guess we will see him at some point in the future. Hmm. So I unfortunately Rusty is not with us for this episode because of unforeseen sci-fi reasons. That is unfortunate. Yes. And those unforeseen sci-fi reasons will have will have me doing some serious edits on this episode. So oh no. <laughs> I actually have to work for a change. 
Um, so mine is it time for mine? Oh yeah, sorry, uh, Brian. I, was, uh, yeah. I got I got distracted by the uh, the TARDIS noises that started coming. Yeah, you, we, we all got uh, distracted by the sci-fi thing that happened that made Rusty not be able to be here anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Brian, what's nerdy with you? Um, I will have to things well. Um, so my first thing is I got to play in Mike's twisted Winnie the Pooh game. I you played in play the, Winnie the Pooh in the. I got game. to play. Oh bother! I got to search for honey. <laughs> and and sacrifice creatures to the Dark Lord in the Honey Pot to get more honey. Nice. Um, Winnie the Pooh, if you go to Mike Myler's website, and I had to do that a lot. His character sheet was there, and that's what I played off of. Winnie the Pooh is a warlock, and it was fantastic. We, My favorite part of the game is when we were all, all the players were brainstorming another crazy game we could play. And my favorite one was everyone is playing a different warlock of a different animated universe. And I want to play um the arc priest of the teletubbies oh jesus okay i but i mean there was a there was one it was a savage a savage um a savage warlock riding a dinosaur and it's the warlock of barney oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay wow that's amazing yeah, there, there were some really cool ideas thrown around i, I my um, favorite's the blues clues warlock the idea that blue just like wants more clues from you and so that's your new job is to find clues and what clues are you have no idea but blue knows and he'll hound you and get <laughs> that is too funny uh my second nerdy thing is um hold on i'm gonna mute for a second so i can shut the window because we're getting a really cold wet breeze sounds like an 80s rock song <laughs> right cold wet breeze <laughs> <laughs> that sound good um I, my computer is next to the window and I do not want it to get wet. Um, I, um, my second thing was, so I'm playing in a game with some friends. Um, I've already said before, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not going to name them. Um, but we're playing this game called Mind Jammer, um, which is a sci-fi game based on the fate core system. And I am playing a, a veteran soldier who did his term and now he's free. Basically what he is, is he's, um, he was a convict who was given the option to be downloaded into a robot and do a military service. And his military service was like 300 years or something like that. And he made his, he finished his term, he survived, and now he's out and free. And he is working as a mercenary trying to earn contacts and resources in order to get a upgrade to his form that lets him experience taste. He's only concerned with tasting things. Interesting. Um, he flies into a rage when people eat around him. Um, but my nerdy thing was not character creation. It was sitting and doing voice practice because I do that for every character I make and I sit and just do voices and I have to warn Heather that I'm going to do it because she's like what are you doing every time I do it but she was giving me dirty looks because I was doing this voice that had an accent that was kind of a southern accent and she, or a Texas accent and she was like don't like it don't stop doing that so it's going to be more of a rough kind of coarse voice but I'm not doing an accent because it it, it apparently sounded offense and I don't know we, we, we don't we tried to talk about like why it was offensive but we couldn't really figure it out it just was it was wrong so i won't be doing an accent in my game but i am going to be doing a voice always fun sometimes the act sometimes the accents can make it uh amusing or just completely wrong it's going to be somewhere between tychus findlay from starcraft because that was what i was using for a plan so i was doing like a doing like um uh, what do you want mink i'm i'm here to kick some ass type of voice but it was the accent didn't sound right so it's probably going to be more like a a thick soldier's voice. What do you need? Just a just a rough kind of voice. It it when I should do shoot voices, for I like, video game voice, like a what was PlayStation. That? You should shoot for like a PlayStation PlayStation Two video game voice. What does that sound like? Like exactly when you just said, "What do you need?" With like no like really weird inflection that could be generalized for any response. You know oh, I mean? that's great. Like a modulated type. Well, one of the things is is the robots have full personalities. They're not. They're not. They actually have downloaded personalities that are from dead people but they're not copies is the best way to put it it's they're sort of like rough copies they're they're actual individuals that are created from a thanagram of someone's mind so they're a new individual created from memories but they're not the same person so i i i kind of want to make a soldier but i do like the idea of it's like how can i help exactly that was the who yeah. do i shoot all the time in the same inflection who do 
I shoot? I can do the thing, the video game thing, when whenever I use a weapon, I shout it out. Uh, that's funny. Iron fisted punch. <laughs> Blaster cannon. Blaster cannon. Blaster yeah, cannon. Keep like a, a list of phrases that you use and make sure you keep using them over and over and over. Is that all you got? Is that um, all you Sometimes I think I'm just metal lenser. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I I think we got it. That's fantastic. I, I do oh, have to good. work on not being too repetition because I'm going to be playing this game with Heather sitting behind me and I don't want to get hit. That is a real, uh, a real problem. Yeah, it, it can't be too loud and it can't be too annoying. Repetition uh, is one of the great marks of, of good comedy. <laughs> I, 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 and comedy comes in threes. Well, repetition is one of the great marks of good comedy. Hold on, everybody. I got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go take a dump. <laughs> you should have done that before, like I did. The um, I was referencing Rick and Morty. Oh, with, gotcha. with the, I got to poop three times. I was. Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm, good to know. It only took us 160 what episodes. We finally started in with the poop jokes. I think that has that can't be true. There's got to be poop jokes in other episodes. It wouldn't surprise me. I honestly haven't paid that close of attention. <laughs> I'm sure Mike has been guilty of at least one poop joke. If there's one thing that's catalogical humor has taught us that you know good comedy comes in repetition <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just I couldn't I can help it I'm sorry oh okay <sighs> well played <laughs> so now that we have shared our dirty things let's vote quickly because we are at the 19 minute mark of an episode that we started late um, and and one of our hosts went poof and one of our hosts went poof so um, um, Rusty who do you vote for I <laughs> gave uh, all my wishes to Mike <laughs> Mike Mike who do you vote for I will you split get, my wishes four. yeah yeah no right. so two for two for you and, and two for uh, David oh thank you thank you that's thank very you. nice of you I'm gonna give all four of mine to Mike because that was a strange semi-maniacal It was very laugh. strange but thank you Yes. yes. Okay. And I am going to give um, two to David and two to Mike. And Mike wins. Yeah. David, I have to say, I am very amazed by how much gaming you do. Because I know you play WoW too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, part of it is I play three of the games over the weekends now. So, like, uh, today, actually, I've got a game starting at like 10 30. And then we're going to play for three or four hours. And I've got another game tonight with a different group. And then I'm playing playing a game on Sunday. <laughs> I uninstalled WoW, by the way. Oh, that makes sense why I haven't seen you on lately. Yeah, I, um, it was just, it was just supposed to be for the quarantine, and I finally just sort of reached my limit, where I was, I was experiencing fatigue. Uh, I get you. And, um, I, I have been playing a new game, though. I've been playing Monster Train, which was a runner-up for Nerdy Thing. Oh, neat. Um, so, um, we're doing random topics, so, um, rather than have everybody share the random topic, I'm gonna go through the whole list. I'm gonna leave Rusty's off, um, and we can we can redo those on another day because I know he really wanted to talk to him and I don't think it'd be fair for us to talk about him when he's not uh, here. So um, I am going to share. Um, Mike shared um, three, um, which was um, time. We could talk about the concept of time, which would be an interesting thing to talk about on a on an episode that's running so late. Um, nostalgic children's television shows and how we can corrupt them, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, other podcasts. Um, what are you and then David shared what are you currently streaming and then I have the idea of the punk genre dragons and dungeons two different topics <laughs> Nice. Uh, so um, yeah, load them up into the randomizer and hit that button and let's hope it doesn't explode this time. All right. Let's make sure this thing works. You know, it's not like I did this before the episode or anything. I'm actually doing it right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And um, this, is why we, this is why we can't have nice things, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See, Mike's in the spirit. Yes. Uh, what are you currently streaming? Mike's at, at David's topic. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, the randomizer picked Rusty's topic, but Rusty's not here. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you can't take uh, Rusty's out for a sprint, so. And then if we if we have time, which we're probably not gonna, we'll roll again. <laughs> Um, so, um, we're going to talk about what we're currently streaming, what that means for streaming media services, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu. Um, I'm going to talk about some stuff I recently finished watching. Um, but 
as our guest, Mike, you get to go first. So, Mike, what are you currently streaming? Watched uh, Aeon Flux last night uh, for two Holy reasons. Shit. The movie or the original? The original movie, animation? because my wife okay. is a huge fan of the original animation. She was like, should, should I watch this? And, and uh, she's also into like dystopian sci-fi. So I was like, look, it's it's as a futuristic dystopian sci-fi movie, just by itself looking at it like that. And Flux isn't that bad of a movie. Uh, it strays very far from the source material, however. Yes, it does. Uh, she ended up enjoying it, so that worked out. And then um, we had also finished uh, Preacher last night, the fourth season, which is the last one. Uh, and it was, it was so good from start to finish. The whole goddamn series is so fucking good. <laughs> Let's begin with that. Tell me about a little bit about Anne Flux. I know I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Who was in it? Uh, Charlize Theron. Um, and I think that's the only person who you might know now. Because yeah, it was she, in 2005. Yeah, she was the only big name in it as far as I remember. And I, I don't think her name was even that big at that point. I don't remember. I, I think I liked it. Well, it brought her back to the forefront. She was kind of fading from the other other things that she had yeah. done so is it not a very memorable movie uh, it's funny that you say that because so much of the plot has to do with memory but yeah it's not very memorable it's it, yeah it's it's yeah the things <laughs> that i remembered were like the vignettes that i remembered from the original series that they like included as like a hey fans of this this yeah. intellectual property like look we watched it too yeah, i remember they, the original series really well oh mm-hmm. yeah because it was fucking awesome yeah it doesn't follow that much at all so i mean the the some of the ideas are there and everything but the main premise is its own in the movie. Yep, they didn't my... have to wear that ridiculous outfit. Uh, no, I don't know that they could have, honestly. <laughs> Charlize Theron would have had to go like full machinist uh, to get that, and thank God she did because that would have been disturbing. Yeah, but they could have just had um, they could have just had Christian Bell play the character. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he could have pulled it off. I mean, do we, do we want to talk spoilers? It is a movie from 2005. It's true. Yes. Okay. Um, if my memory is correct, I haven't seen it in a number of years, but uh, they were uh, they find out that they're all clones. And they go. They're trying to to uh, to stop the powers that be of the government that's in charge of this society. Uh, keeping basically, whenever someone dies, they're reborn as a baby. That's another clone, and then they they live in a different family with a different name and everything. But it's the same person type deal. Yeah, the the cloning is done in utero. Yeah, so like the ladies go in for their their checkup, and it's like boom, here's your clone. Yeah. I remember it's the like, scene from the original animation where there's like a pile of her. There's like a whole bunch of clones. Oh, there's, there's no pile of her in this one. Yeah, uh, that was good, that was quite the visual. And there's still like the weird romantic tension between Aeon and the good child guy. But in this, he's like the head dictator man. Uh, whereas in like the series, he was just like oh, a scientist that was kind of high up. I don't remember him being like the de facto head of the fucking world. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since I've watched the original source material. There, good old MTV. Back when MTV actually, you know, did stuff or something. <sighs> yeah, um, Liquid I, Television was cool they did some cool stuff on liquid television that was the original show that aeon flux was part of yes yeah i remember there was a there was a live action part of liquid television where everyone was wearing like plastic hair and like plastic jackets i don't remember what it was called but i remember it sticking in my head it was it i just remember it was this weird thing with people wear it with plastic hair that sounds 80s as fuck very 80s yeah Um, Beavis and Butthead came from there, too. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing, Mike? Preacher! Preacher! Okay, yeah. I, I've never actually seen any of Preacher, nor have I read any of the comics or anything. So um, I, I know absolutely nothing about it. You, it, 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 is, it is a show that I could think would turn people into vegetarians in the first season. <laughs> okay. So, it, it's about this guy who, uh, is... I mean, he's a preacher and he feels terrible about like how when he was a kid, he got very angry at his father and like wished that he went to hell. And so then he goes for a very rough, rough life, lots of lots of criminal activity and such. Uh, and then like ends up back in his hometown preaching in the same church that his father used to preach in before like his tragic death at the hands of gangsters. Um, and then very, very early on in the first season, he be he befriends an Irish vampire played by Joseph Gilgan, who is easily my favorite, like young ish actor. At oh, the best part of the whole show oh definitely the best part of the whole fucking show absolutely my um, favorite actors came from the british television show misfits the misfits yes was, yeah yeah misfits is excellent too i couldn't get stephanie into Misfits. i got her into preacher really though if, if um, you haven't seen misfits check it out i it um we have gotten um ramsey from game of thrones came from misfits and oh, yeah, um did. i don't Fuck. remember i don't remember who's what the character's name is in umbrella academy but the the um the guy who can talk to the dad in umbrella academy came from oh 
Oh, okay. I'll have to check Misfits, Misfits out. Misfits was really good, frankly. Yeah, Misfits was four season series. It sort of it start, it starts to stumble in the later seasons. The first two seasons of Misfits were amazing. It was the show that inspired the television show's heroes. Oh, okay. And it's about these kids who are in uh, community service. Yeah. And they all it's a BBC go outside. Show, by the way, everyone, it's a, it's right. a British broadcast. Yeah. They go outside during a storm and they all get superpowers and it's how they all react to these superpowers and all the superpowers are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually it, it gets into, well, I don't want to give any spoilers. It, it's, it, yeah. First two seasons are amazing. There, there's some, there's some crazy stuff. I, I will share like one of the weird superpowers, like they encounter someone who has the ability to control milk. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah, it it's 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 a wild show. It it gets into teen relationships and shows in a way that I've never seen before. It also does some class structure commentary that's done very well. That's believable. And the cinematography was good. Lighting was good. Like directions were pretty on point. Special like, effects. Special effects are simple. Yeah, it was it was well executed. That was that was a surprise because I didn't until I watched that I didn't realize the BBC could like really make good production. You know, I was like, oh, Faulty Towers is funny, you know, but it's not like taking home any Oscars for like the, the production values or or the execution of like the camera work, whereas Misfits is on point. I think it was BBC Four. No, maybe. Um, which, you know, each each different channel of the BBC is its own thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. The um yeah, the uh the first series broadcast to UK on E4 and was produced by Clerkenwell Films. And then um yeah, it was BBC four originally. I don't know if that changed over the four oh no, it was five seasons, not four. Um one of the things you will have to accept, and it's good to know this beforehand is the entire cast changes um and i know when that happens on shows a lot of people lose interest it's worth continuing because it's a good thing it's not a bad thing the 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 first cast goes through their arc and then the second cast goes through their arc didn't they keep there's one guy from the first cast who was in the whole whole series wasn't he i think he dies off before the end but Uh, i think there's one that maintains a little longer than everybody else but like when you get the guy who played cassidy on preacher you get him later um two seasons yeah, but there there are so many people that are like um, big deal actors now that Americans know of that started on this show. It was um, oh, wow. okay. 2009. Interesting. Yeah, November 12th, 2009. I think it's uh, on Hulu, right? Yeah, Robert Sheehan is the guy from Umbrella Academy that's on it. Oh, okay. Okay, it's on Hulu? Nice. I know what I'm streaming next. Ha ha. Yeah, is um, Misfits is on Hulu? I, I might need to watch it again. It's been a while, but it'll be, if I do watch it again, it'll be like my third time. I think that's where I watched it. It might not be on there. Yeah, no, it's still on there. Sweet. Nice. Nice. Oh, all yeah. Right. Yeah, we're um, all five seasons. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you also, I mean, if you binge it, the seasons are like six episodes long. Yeah, exactly. And you know how I binge things. Yeah, British shows are, are different. Yes, I and love, I think American I, I actually, shows are starting to adapt to that whole well, short real, season. Yeah, well, they realize that it's actually better for the show. Yeah, you can do a higher budget. Mm-hmm. You can also get your point across and not have to not have to come up with filler and not have to drag things out. Um, I, I I think one of the cool things is you you can see some of these actors you're familiar with from other things when they're a lot younger. Um, the guy who played Ramsay on Game of Thrones plays a sympathetic character on this show. Well, he's a really good actor anyway. So. Yeah. Um, so check that out. All right. That's all. What, the um, I think we're going to be fine with this topic. Um, what am I watching? I just. Oh, no, we're on David now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, let's see. What am I watching? Well, I've been watching a lot of things lately. Uh, one episode of this here, one episode of that there. Uh, I finally finished uh, catching up with uh, the last the current season of Better Call Saul which amazing. Uh, Can you tell see. us a little bit about that show? I've I sure. watched like the first couple episodes and I never watched Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul is a spin-off show uh, that uh, gives you information on the backstory of uh, some popular characters from the show Breaking Bad. It follows uh, Saul Goodman, whose real name is Jimmy McGill. 
and his early life before he became the Saul Goodman in, in Breaking Bad. It's a prequel show. So you Can get you learn. watch it before you watch Breaking Bad and have a different experience, or is it better to watch Breaking Bad first? I think it's better to watch Breaking Bad because a lot of the people that they introduce and a lot of the things won't necessarily make as much sense unless you've watched Breaking Bad. Like, uh, the season four, I think, is where they dig the, is where, uh, uh, oh, okay. In the show, a lot of the characters from Breaking Bad show up again as it's a prequel series you get to meet gus fring and uh the whole cartel organization it deals a lot with mike as well and uh they even have uh they even have uh, the dea brother-in-law and his partner uh show up for a couple episodes in the most recent season it's 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 great and it yeah it's Yes, you can watch it without having seen Breaking Bad, but if you've watched Breaking Bad, I think you'll get more out of it. And the whole thing is framed with like these like uh, futuristic f- flashback. Yes. So you see where he is now after the yeah. events of Breaking Bad, and then it flashes back to the events before Breaking Bad. So mm-hmm. like if you've never even seen the middle content, it it, it does it won't yeah. make as much sense. Yeah. Yeah. The the beginning of every season has a black and white point that is current t- quote unquote current time which shows what happened to the character after the offense of what happened in breaking bad and then and then it, it zushes back to before breaking bad with what's going on what makes the character himself it's it's actually a really really good character study you get to learn a lot more about what makes this guy tick and all because he's a great character in breaking bad and and getting to learn more about him is i i love the show personally it's great mm. he's like a sympathetic sleazebag in breaking bad but like he's a proper hero yeah Who's starting to turn into that sleaze bag, and it's kind of funny to watch the slide. That's the whole point of the Breaking Bad universe, right? It's like how Breaking you can ba- make a fall. The Breaking Bad universe is about how you take a good man and through bad decisions and things, it just gets worse and worse and how he destroys everything he touches. There's a, a slight redemptive arc at the end, but it's one of those, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of, um, the character of Walter White, in my opinion, is very much like uh, like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. And it, it's you're not supposed to root for these guys. They are god-awful terrible people but if, if you like what they're doing and all this stuff then you're you're missing the point what um what else are you watching uh i'm also currently uh i caught up i, I finally finished uh, episode 10 of the second season of the harley quinn animated animated show that was so good oh my god that was good i don't have dc rap. i don't either yar oh you're 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 going to a friend's house and watching it right uh sure you're, yeah you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah i mean you're you're um you're netflix partying or whatever Totally, yes. Yeah, yeah. We Uh, don't condone any form of piracy on this show. None of us would do anything like that. Unless it's an RPG. Then then plunder your measly black guts out. No, no, I wouldn't do that either. We support our gaming companies. You've Um, you've never never played Skull and Shackles where you get to literally be a pirate? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that that works. If you're playing a pirate in RPG, piracy is okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Unless, you know, as long as they're 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 well culturally represented and diverse. Oh god, let's see. I played uh I played a gunslinger human from Ustalev named Vladimir. Uh, hello as my pirate in Skull and Shackles. That was Oh, fun. that's great. I if I and I don't know if I, I we'll have to talk about that another time because I haven't played Skull and Shackles and I I I've oh, come up with so, so many so concepts fun. to do it. So much fun. Oh uh, yeah. And then uh yeah, so then besides that I've been just watching comfort things. Oh, I got into the Brit- the Great British Breaking Show just as something to unwind with because it's kind of mindless. <laughs> we'll we'll um we'll hit YouTube when we get around the we'll hit YouTube too when we go into the second round of the round robin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, also uh, as far as streaming goes, I've also been watching a lot of Facebook uh streaming. They've been doing a Facebook gaming launch, their like main page and stuff now, so they've got they've got a hub for all of their their people that stream games on Facebook now. It's not just YouTube and Twitch. Facebook does it now too. I and I've been that. yeah, I've been following a couple of guys on there now that I watch regularly. So that's that's always fun. Yeah, that's me. How about you, Brian? What have you been streaming lately? Um I just finished watching now some of mine are actually like live tv shows that are on right now but i do stream them okay. <laughs> i watch hulu more than i watch the tv Fair uh, enough. so i watched um the most recent season of what we do in the shadows god i love that show um that really i good. think it is the first television show to adapt a movie perfectly yes 
Holy Christ, yes. Have you heard of this, Mike? Yeah, no, we watched the whole series, and we're trying to get a copy of the movie, but I'm very reluctant to reactivate the DVD part of Netflix. I, I just um, I just um, did Amazon. I, I rented it on Amazon. I just watched it. Yeah, maybe that's what we'll end up doing. We'll see. Yeah, it was good. It was, I, I mean, it, well, not the first time I'd seen it, but it was It's. It was good. It was, um, but the um, the show emulates the movie perfect. Um, Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, bleh. Taika White. Somebody else pronounce it, please. Taika Waititi? Yes. That guy. <laughs> did a very good job so of directing. Of Taika Waititi. There. Did a very good job <laughs> of directing the show. Um, he was the producer, not the director, but he was able to get the show. They got good directors to keep the show in the same kind of feel of the movie. They did make some changes. Um, the energy vampire is not in the movie. That was just created for the show. Also, the sh- the movie is based in New Zealand and the show is based in Staten Island. Um, I love that show. Um, why don't we take a second to talk about it? Um, Mike, who are your favorite characters? Well, I, was gonna, I haven't seen the movie, so Colin Robinson is definitely... No, I want to talk about the, the the, the movie the, the not about the show not the movie yeah colin robin's fucking hilarious like, yeah uh, every time he's on screen i'm, I'm laughing because like it's per- I, I i he'll never hear this my uh my father-in-law is totally a fucking energy vampire like 100 <laughs> percent man is an energy vampire uh he's a colin robinson huh he's yeah he is definitely a colin robinson i like him he's a nice enough guy but like totally is an energy vampire i i immediately yelled it at my wife as soon as they revealed what he was and she uh was also bawling and laughter because like yeah she knows it definitely i love the idea of the energy vampires on that show i love how they've continued it and we've met other energy vampires and it my favorite emotional vampire yeah the emotional vampire my favorite episode of that show is when he evolves when he becomes the boss of his company oh yeah he throws his hair back yeah he swipes his hand over his bald head and suddenly he's got a full head of hair i was like oh shit i am sure that was just done with editing and it was well done it was like he just wipes his head hand over his head and then he has hair and if you blink you miss it it i i i, I kept on rewinding back because i was like did they do that with a cut or they with a wipe and it looks like a wipe it doesn't look like it was like any kind of special effect or cgi or anything he's just no wig to wig it it was very very well done just frame by frame the um i really like um laszlo and nadia's relationship on that show i I yeah. like um, the the doll that inhabit the doll that has the ghost of Nadia. The the episode where they all met their own ghost blew me away. I wish the doll would have gotten more screen time, and hope that like in the next season, if they do another season, that they, uh, that you will. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I I like the whole um, the Jask storyline too. Is pretty great. Because it, it, it kind of riffed on the whole Dracula meeting the reincarnated version of his love, but they did oh. it. The gender's reversed. That was so good. Um, well, who's your favorite character, David? Oh, my uh, Laszlo, definitely, 100%. Although Nandor is a close second, but Laszlo... Nandor, Nandor blows my mind, how they created this, like, soft-spoken, kind of timid character to be this, like, deadly warlord from the past. Well, that's the thing. He's relentless. And they, they go through that even the first episode when he's trying to get them in the library. He won't stop until they go into the library he's relentless that's why he's nandor the relentless so derek oh. the devious is that the name of nick crawl's character no the diabolical derek the diabolical diabolical derek or something like that i don't remember i think so you own the club and and, and the, oh the witch hat oh, oh, witch oh the hat, hat. Yes. oh my yes. god what a wonderful blood device that hat's got a bloody big curse on it no it doesn't what is this thing that i'm feeling on the back of my head oh uh, that's the witches but also also <laughs> something that i talked to all you about where is the hat yeah <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, yeah. They're literally walking out of the club and then it explodes. <laughs> I think that hat might have been cursed. <laughs> um... I think by the end of the most recent season, um, Guillermo became my favorite character. Oh, uh, Guillermo's great. He certainly improved. He's not my, my, not my favorite, but he definitely improved. Well, they're like turning him into a clumsy version of Blade. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he does have Van Helsing DNA in his body. Yeah. So I love that. He goes, Van Helsing, no, that, that can't be vampires are real. He just stops and looks at the camera for a second, then it cuts. Uh, the other show I've been I, I finished watching was Solar Opposites, which is only available on Hulu. Ooh, I don't know that one. Um, it was created by Justin Roiland and it has a very Rick and Morty feel to it. Yeah, no, we watched that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. It is it's it makes you think it's just a silly science fiction kind of show like Rick and Morty. Then it has an arc that goes through the episodes that blew my fucking mind. Can we spoil it for people here? I'm not gonna because I want David to see it. Okay. Um <laughs> all right. But I will I will say that it has a sci-fi arc that blew my mind. It uh, from the structure of a television show, it handled the C plot of a show better than any show I've ever seen. And they mixed the serialization and episodic episodes better than Rick and Morty did. Hmm. Well, I mean Rick and Morty doesn't really Rick and Morty really is, carry real plot. From, it, Rick like, and Morty yeah. does some serialized stuff, but they they kind of make fun of the fact that yeah, there's a there's some arc stuff but they're not taking it very seriously and they're kind of trolling the fans a bit yeah uh, Mm. solar opposites is the odd couple um it's it's about two aliens that have that inhabit earth and one is um one hates earth and is like um fastidious about their mission and then the other one's like a crazy party guy they also have two lesser aliens as well it's four aliens total and then five if you count the pupae thing yeah the um i i left the kids out of the because i was just sort of given the intro to the show i was given before i watched it i I usually do that but i i watched some interviews about it before i actually watched the show that's how i found out about it i was watching some interviews with justin roiland but it's justin roiland does the voice of the more like the 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 alien who hates earth and he does like rick voice it basically it's rick and definitely rick yeah yeah, and the other alien is um, is it Thomas Middleditch? Uh, maybe sounds like yeah, I think it could be him. I'm not sure. And I yeah, say the it C is. plot, but I don't think that's a it, C plot. Feels like it's well, the, too the weak for the, what it the is. The way the show is is it's the A plot is the adults, the B plot is the kids, and then the C plot is the other thing. You know, I, I feel like that was just the alternate A plot because that's what kept me coming back. Yeah, like I was, I was like, do I want to watch more of this? Or the Steph actually asked me, she's like, should we watch the rest of this? And I was like, I want to see what happens with with alternate a plot i need to know how this progresses so i'm i'm i really hope there's a second season soon i hope we don't have to wait like two years for a second season because okay. holy crap it's cool um, morty's better than fucking uh, venture brothers oh venture five brothers. years between five seasons, years between you know? yeah i i've gotten to the point where i have to be like not excited about even watching it because i know i'm gonna watch it and like the, the episodes go by so quick so it's like i'm gonna watch it in 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm yeah. going to be like, well, we're going to wait another five years for this shit. <laughs> wait until there's like a decent block of content to, to, to make it feel worthwhile. Yeah. I'm glad you uh, you suggested this topic, David, because I for the past few months, I, I really hadn't been watching a lot of new stuff. And just recently, I watched some stuff. Um, so, I mean, streaming's been kind of a big thing for most people that have been stuck inside their houses. And that's, you know, the, the one link to the outside world for some people. So it makes sense to talk about it. The next thing. I watched was also on Hulu and it was basically because of our sitcom episode you had were talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I'd never seen it so I watched the first four seasons of that oh it's such a good show it's good I like oh, it I love that show Terry Crews steals that show for me I um I did I did I, I was kind of in a weird space with that show because it was like there's no reason I should like this show I don't find it to be very funny I I found the humor to be kind of bland but I do like the show because I like the character. And I really like the characters and the interaction. The character development is done very well on that show. And the story brought me in. The comedy has been a little bit of a distraction. There have been times I've laughed out loud. I really like the heist stuff. The heist stuff is funny. I, I, I like that a lot. I like that it's making fun of heists. And But what you didn't know is I did this secretly the whole time. And, you know, they just make it worse and worse every season. But that the, the weird thing about that show is it's I think it's the first like sitcom that I started streaming that's still on. Yeah, it's one of them. I, I, I watched some interviews about it where they joke that that show's never going to die. But it changed networks, didn't it? It did, yeah. They were going to cancel it and then um, I think ABC picked it up? Or, yeah, NBC. NBC got it? Yeah. Um, the other thing I rewatched was Community because it was on Netflix. Um, I don't know if I have to go into Community. I think everybody's seen Community. 
I saw a great tweet about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Somebody, somebody was just like, and it got retweeted a lot. It was like, uh, they should just change to being a fire department and never address it. Like, the next season starts, everybody's in the fire department, and that's the new Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Well, I, I like the way they did the um, the witness protection thing, because they didn't really explain it. It just started, and you yeah. kind of had to figure it out on your own. It's a surprisingly well-written show. I remember when it started, uh, they were doing a roast, I think, of somebody. I think it was Amy Sandberg. And... Um, uh, not Seth Rogen, uh, Jonah Hill, I think it was, was like, hey, man, congratulations on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can't wait to see how many seasons you managed to get out of that before the rape case. And like, uh, it's still going. I'm, 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 like, I kind of thought like the first thing I was like, yeah, it's kind of a serious, serious uh, genre to be doing a comedy in. But like, no, nah, they're doing it and they're, they're kicking its ass. Yeah. One of my Good favorite writing. one of my favorite anecdotes about it is uh, I don't know the actor's name, the guy that plays uh, the captain. He apparently doesn't think any of it is funny at all and delivers his lines at all, but is not actually a fan of the show. Uh, that's fucking great. <laughs> I wonder if, if the marketing people or the ad were just like, you have to say this to people or if I don't know. I don't like, know if he does or not, but I, I've heard that from a couple of different places <laughs> that would be fantastic well, let's see uh are we going to continue with this topic or are we going to pick a different one brian oh i muted myself instead of unmuting <laughs> um so i wanted to talk I, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about michael Schur, the producer of brooklyn 99 who mm. also produced the office the good place and um parks and rec okay um I think all those shows are amazing. And yeah. I think, I hope that guy makes shows forever. I think uh, the best of them was probably The Good Place. Oh, no. I think The Good Place was what happens when a network says, you can do whatever the hell you want. You have no restriction. Uh, what, 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 what's your argument, Mike? I, I, I hear one I think coming. Parks, Parks and Rec is probably stronger than uh, A Good Place. Like, uh, I, I like The Good Place. We, we watched the whole thing through and it was it was entertaining. But like yeah. I think Parks and Rec has a uh, higher remediation value i think it has a which is it's, it's easier to rewatch uh yeah, i think it's has a, a bigger fan base like yeah. parks and rec is good um it's I, I aside from tom i love everybody on that show and i nothing against disease and sorry but the character of tom haverford is just a chud and i hate him <laughs> uh, who's john ralphio what's the name of that actor because like uh, he's amazing i can't i can't watch the john ralphio scene i it's oh too my cringy god he's amazing that's his, his exact same character in the space force television show on that's what i've heard yes i haven't seen space they force call him yet. fuck you tony as the actual name of the character in space and it's just the same guy and like that says i think how strong of a show it was that they like this dude essentially is happily being typecast as as completely inane asshole uh, on a show like how many years later five six like, so so we're going to um, we're going to um, just quickly now go through Twitch and YouTube just quickly what people have watched recently maybe a few channels or a few names okay sure discussion um, Mike what do you got uh, mostly we just watch local news on YouTube and uh, abroad in Japan we'll watch a lot of the time um, he hasn't done any videos obviously quarantine I uh, never even thought about watching local news on YouTube I watch a little bit of TYT on YouTube oh uh, yeah okay. and we'll watch a lot of Vice too Vice has a lot of good stuff on YouTube too uh, Vice and Vice News they have a number of channels um, there's one guy on Vice that we really like he's two actually that we really like one is uh thomas hiddleton or no thomas horton i can't remember his last name he's a very meek uh like tiny little white dude <laughs> and they send him into all kinds of very funny situations well i mean like they're not very funny they're just very out of character or uh, what you would expect like a you know a little white nerd to go and do uh and then um Who's the other dude? He's he he's like a very friendly stoner type guy. Uh, they have him go to like the worst rated thing in New York. So like he went to the, he found like the worst rated barber on all of Yelp in all of New York City and went to go get his haircut and like so on and so forth, like a relationship counselor to go on like a, a, a date that was just horrendously, hilariously awkward. Wow. Um, fishing trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Vice, uh, broad in Japan, local news. And then um, uh, that British guy who does like the top 10 list and now has a whole bunch of different channels. Uh, what is his name? Uh, something you did not know or uh, now I got to look it up. Top 10. Okay. Jesus. No. That's definitely not it. Uh, what is it? Uh, I'm going to feel so stupid until I get this. Top 10. 
Great radio content, everybody. Yeah, sorry. Let's everybody. Listen to Mike type. Uh, so mad. Well, it's different than listening to Brian type, which is what we usually get. So. Yeah, the machine gun, because my keyboard <laughs> is directly next to the powerful microphone. Right side. Uh-huh. Yes, no. Uh, I should when when Mike is looking stuff up, I should be like. Have you guys not watched this dude? He's got like a goatee and glasses and bald head. He's a very distinctive look. Sorry, oh, what's, the, what's um, the name one more time? Um, um, um. Today I found out. Today I found out. That's the other one we watched. Thank you. Yeah, this was killing me. Today I found out. I um today I found out is really cool because a lot of the stuff is written by another YouTuber. Um, Carl Smallwood does um, Fact Fiend, and Carl wrote a lot of the articles that they do on Today I Found Out. Mm. Um, it's cool. It's it's a lot of the articles are very. They remind me of stuff on the old what Crack.com used to be before it died, before it was awful. Um, but it's it's like stuff like why did the platypus why, I mean why did the dodo really go extinct and um my favorite episode was um why did the dodo really go extinct and then they talk about this other bird that the reason um there was only a few left and some people landed on an island um some sailors landed on an island and saw one of the birds and killed it because they thought it was a witch hmm. <laughs> he always he, he, yeah they're they're really good the research writing and uh, delivery are all real all time yeah that's a good show today i found out it's a good show um i don't know the guy's name um if you like that kind of thing check out uh, fact fiend fact fiend is really cool fact fiend is sort of like if we did a fact show it's they um they talk about a specific story but then they tangent all over the place on purpose interesting okay and every, every all of these shows that were brought up are british yeah well no i think the guy writing the stuff for today i found out isn't british but the presenter is british simon whistler they use different writers in every episode oh, okay well yeah the presenter is always the same that guy's named Simon. Yeah, they'll they'll list the writers of the episode at the end of every episode. Uh, but you, you'll you'll see Carl Smallwood pick, pop up on a few of them. Now, um, my best friend Sandra was telling me about today. I found out, and I was like, "Oh, I've seen that guy before. He's the bald guy with the glasses." And we did that same thing you did. That's why I was able to think of it because he was like, "What's that show with the bald guy with the glasses that talks about history?" Yeah, he's got a very distinctive uh, brand he's built up. I don't know if they're still hiring. Uh, yeah, it looks like they are still hiring. I might. I don't know. I thought about uh, writing for them. I might probably could. You've done a lot of research for your games. You probably have some interesting stuff. I, I definitely fucking do. I definitely fucking do have interesting stuff. Yeah, I keep that open my my work tab. Not bad. Uh, not bad. I um um David, what about you? Well, let's see. On YouTube, I watch. Uh, well, Odin has been doing uh, videos still, like his weekly stuff, and he uh, has been doing a couple of live streams uh, every. He did a live stream last week. He did a live stream this week. And I've been watching those. He's always his. He's always entertaining, no matter what he's doing. Hell, I could watch him read the newspaper, and it would be entertaining. So, then <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, and then uh, YouTube. I also watch uh, Adam the Woo, who does. Uh, he's currently doing videos where he goes out to famous LA eateries and gets a meal, and then just kind of talks about stuff, life, and stuff at the camera. It's very interesting. He uh, he was a, a bassist, a bassist for the band Guttermouth, and then started traveling on the road, po- posting vlogs, and he got. Very, he got really YouTube famous for doing uh, his what's called the Daily Woo, which is where he put a vlog up every single day for like five and a half years. Weren't you trying to get him as a guest on this show at one point? I was, yes, at one point, and still am. But uh, he is currently not doing guest appearances on anything, and that would be a great catch if we did. He is an awesome guy. Oh, he'll change his mind if he can ever get on. He, everybody so. likes being on our show. Huh, I Mike? hope so. <laughs> of course. Oh, I hope so. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, then that, then, like I said, I've been watching Facebook gaming. Um, I've been watching some guys play uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, Thind is one of the main streamers I watch. He's really, really famous. Uh, Stone Mountain is another one who's famous. He just had a, he literally just had a baby last week, though, so he hasn't been streaming much, which is understandable and perfectly, I'm not complaining at all. The content they give is always fun. It's, the nice thing about watching someone play a video game is much like watching people play D&D and stuff. You don't know what's going to happen. And half of the fun is watching the way they react and the things they end up talking about when they're in chat with their friends. It's amusing. It's a great way to waste the time. Uh, yeah. How about you, Brian? 
Um, well, I watch a lot of YouTube. So um, I will just say I watch most of the stuff David watches. So there's some overlap. Mm. Um, so I won't just rehash all those. But um, mentioned earlier, I've been watching uh, while well, I was talking to these guys. I've been watching Tasting History. That's a recent one I just added. Um, I wa- um, where they talk about recipes from history. I watch uh, Townsend's, which is a, a reenactment organization, and they do a lot of food from history. Um, I just recently started watching a lot of wavy web surf which does where are they now content for internet memes and people who were famous for going viral yeah. uh okay. yeah it's, that's been pretty interesting like um the um mobile out of alabama leprechaun was one of the most recently ones i listened to where to gold at i want the gold <laughs> um they talked about the lady who did the i love cats e-harmony video um i um watch a lot of matt pack uh the film theory but just go through i mean i do a lot of re-listening to those um i watch a lot of clips from dc animated from all the different stuff stuff i've seen and stuff i haven't like harley quinn um i watch a lot of stuff on old media been watching a lot of avatar the last airbender theories and lore uh watch a lot of um dragon prince theories and lore because i'm really excited about the new season of dragon prince that should be out soon um z frank um i've been a fan of him since before youtube um so i like the true facts of animal stuff i like anything they do on that show um watch a lot of gaming stuff lately it's monster train because i've been playing that and um still hearthstone do a lot of hearthstone stuff i still watch some wow content on occasion even though i don't have a wow count anymore right um I, um, um, other things. Um, I watch the Paizo YouTube channel a lot, uh, for Pathfinder content and Starfinder content. Um, on Twitch, I've been watching, um, the Paizo channel. On Facebook gaming, I've been watching Wow Hobbs, who does a Hearthstone stream. And I was just recently really, really excited. I was watching him play and he reached legend rank for the first time. And he's been working really hard at getting there for a long time. And I applaud at my television nice or my television attached to my computer i do watch twitch and youtube on my tv sometimes my tv's smart and can do that um so i can chill um as far as other streaming goes i'm sure i'm going to be doing a lot more of it because i just got a kindle fire 10 hd Ooh, nice um so yeah there's going to be much more content being watched um i um think with that our next topic was supposed to be podcast we definitely do not have time um but we can probably hold on to that for the next time mike is with us because that was his topic that'd be fine like i said it works for me listen to him since i got back into running so so we are running out of time and i have a theory here you know we have this extra dimensional space time portal maybe we can use the portal to get a little bit more time in the podcast what do you think of that david i mean we can try it but i mean i've never i've never really tried it before but i did find that there is this there is this rewind button on the portal i mean i'm seeing it right here i i don't know what it could possibly do i i mean what's the worst that could happen don't don't say that <laughs> that's that's the worst thing you could say yeah let's try this let's get a little bit more time in our podcast uh, this, this is a bad idea all right um oh shut up david push the button um oh well, i guess nothing happened i guess we're out of time <laughs> uh, hello um mike uh what what happened and uh, David suddenly his his um, Skype account just kind of shimmered. I think he's been replaced by uh, Tom from uh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> I think I um, we may have just transferred. Um, I think we just pulled a Ant Man and turned David into a baby. Um, also possible. Also possible. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try to fix this. Um, reset. What Hello, the, David? Whoa, whoa, what, what the fuck? Whoa, what happened? Everything went dark for a second. Now it's back. Uh, okay. Well, we know not to try that again. That, that was weird. What, what, what did you do? Brian, what did you do? Um, nothing, nothing happened. I just pushed the button and, you know, we lost contact with you for a minute, but then, you know, we're, we're back. Uh, all right. Well, nothing see changed. Okay. I, I, good. I consider this a total win. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was um, a, so unsuccessful test then. Yay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, so, um, back, back from our bad improv to, um, the, um, Mike, um, it is the time of the show where you get to promote your work. Um, what are you working on? What do you want to talk about? I heard you have some stuff 
coming out very soon. I do. Um, finish that conversion for Hypercore 29 into the, what's the oldest new RPG, uh, which is the same uh, RPG that the Judge Dread is right now, uh, which is awesome. Uh, there's a Kickstarter coming out on the 30th of June, so I think uh, nine days from now or ten days from now. Um, called mythological figures and uh, maleficent monsters it's based on a column i have on ian world uh so if you go to ianworld.org uh you'll see lots of banners and stuff for it uh it's awesome there's a hundred different characters built with like a uh, class level so like how would you make robin hood or blackbeard or queen tamar or tarzan or conan or um thor loki merlin and like i said there's a hundred hundred different characters how you make them with class levels and then if i can't make it with class levels then it's in there uh built as a monster so like dorian gray for example is just built like a monster that's for fifth edition mm. um it's gonna be gonna be awesome uh rust does a really great job with uh uh marketing and and, and getting these these the word out ahead of time so like 1130 people already fall in the project which fills me with terror because uh that's a huge number before it even launches so yeah that's gonna be awesome check that out uh, if you're in 5e and uh and uh mythology and then uh yeah uh otherwise trucking along uh posting my website every once in a while uh working on mystical books i have a, a fun project coming up uh <clears throat> secretly named hashtag project shendo uh, with all c um and i'll i'll come come later to talk about that uh but it's 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 super exciting and, and been soaking up a lot of my time but i can't talk about it because it's still under wraps so cool yeah yeah you're always working on such exciting things oh yeah um i want to um just shout out to mist of, mist of akuma is an awesome campaign and you. you should totally check that out. Um, where do people find you? Uh, MikeMyler.com is really good. I'm also on Twitter at MikeMyler2. And um, you can always email me at Mike.Myler.Adventures at gmail.com. Well, that is our episode. We did Random Topic Today. <laughs> and we we talked about um, uh, streaming. It was really cool. Um, it was too bad we lost Rusty early on. Um, I, you know, I'm looking at the readouts and they're doing an episode. So, um, huh. we'll, we'll find out about that at some point. Um, you know, if we remember our own continuity and actually have that happen. <laughs> That's a big if. <laughs> and um, that is it for today. Um, I was Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David the Bald the Third. Bye, everybody. And Mike Prime, veteran uh, game designer. Thanks again for having me. Always um, a pleasure. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I have been Super Vegan Brian. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Say goodbye, uh, Mike. David, cut him off. I, I don't goodbye. have that ability. <laughs> Yeah.